You're listening to the Recovering Corpaholics podcast with host Felicia Stivelman, the podcast to help big four professionals quit the corporate games and break free into a meaningful career. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Recovering Corpaholics. In today's episode, we're going to discuss nine things that you can do to help find a new career when you have no idea what you want. Find the full show notes for this episode at recoveringcorpaholics.com slash 10. You know, wanting a new job is easy. Some people know exactly what their next move is, while some people, like myself included back in the day, we had no idea where to go next. So how can you figure it out? Here are nine things that you can do to help you find a new career when you have no idea what you want now. So the first thing you can do to help you find a new career is start making a list of everything that you'd want in a career, from salary to team dynamics to the work you'll be doing. It's important to get it all down. And it's okay if you have no idea what you want, just try to be as specific as possible. You know, if you're an audit and you want to do something completely different, but you don't know where to start, start categorizing things, you know? Do you want to work on a team or do you want to work for yourself? You know, if it's a team, how big? You know, do you want to work at a big company or a smaller company? Do you want to start your own business? How much money do you want to be making? Do you want to sell work or do you just want to do the work? Do you want to make crafts and sell things on Etsy? Do you want to do something fitness related? Is it something completely different? Do you no longer want to wear a suit or have to go to an office? You know, put everything down that you can think about that you'd want in a career. No detail is too small. The next thing I want you to do is make a list of everything that you don't want in a career. This is just as important as figuring out what you do want so you can identify if your current dissatisfaction in that area is temporary or not. You know, maybe you don't like working on a team right now, but think back. Do you always not like working on a team or is it this specific team? Do you not like the work or is it just year end that you're stuck in and you hate that busyness and the hours, but you do like accounting overall? Or do you like creative work? Do you like critical thinking or other things? Write it all down, but think about, is this something I don't like right now or is this something that I always don't like? Really go through the things that you don't want at any time. Now, this next step, number three, is key, and it seems so simple, but a lot of people overlook it, is if you want to find a new career, you need to take the time to figure out who you really are. As corny as that sounds, you need to figure out who you are, what you love, what you enjoy, what your passions are, what your why is, all of that. You don't need to quit your job and travel to India and do this like eat, pray, and love. You can start looking into who you are and what would be a meaningful career to you now. And I never did this in my career when I was in audit to consulting to internal. I started doing this afterwards because I thought the problem was me and that I would never be happy. So I finally took the time because I thought I had no other options. So this is why I tell my clients so early in the game that to do this work now versus when you're really at the end of your rut thinking there's no other options for you. I came to learn that I was doing work that didn't fulfill me. And when I started to do so, my life changed. So when you have a clear idea of who you are, your values, your beliefs, and you know the career that you want to pursue, 
you're going to make different decisions and move toward a life on your terms. So start writing down your core values. Think about what you stand for. Who do you admire? What inspires you to take action? Think about scenarios in your life where you're the happiest and the most proud of yourself. And think about yourself, what you like most about yourself and the situations where you don't like yourself. And think about some feelings or things that you may be hiding, things that you love or are too shy to put out in the world. You know, I loved coaching, but I was scared to do it full time. But the more that I looked into my feelings and said, this is actually what I want to do. It's a real career. I, you know, I think most of these feelings were, I'm not sure if this is real and what will people think about me? And once I got over that, you know, my career took off. You can also take tests such as, you know, there's personalities ones, you know, the MBTI, the Myers-Briggs, there's DISC. You can do Enneagrams, Energy Index, etc., to learn more about yourself. Remember, don't make the goal to just be finding a new job. Make the goal about learning more about who you are and what you want to have a more fulfilling life. Now, for the next things that helped me figure out what I really wanted a career is finding out my why. And this is why I put this as step four. Finding your why blew up after Simon Sinek's TED Talk in 2009. And they say, if you know your why, you'll find your way. And I know that sounds so corny, but it is so true. And for me, once I found my why, which is to ensure that no one has ever felt the way they did alone and stuck in their career, you know, it changed things for me. I couldn't just be at my old big four job anymore. I knew why I wasn't fulfilled. And I like to do this with my clients by asking them why something is important to them and then breaking it down six times. Once you do that, you'll be or be a little closer to the reason why you do things at the core of who you are. Now for the next one, once you know what you want, what you don't want, explored who you are and figured out your why, it's time to start turning that information into potential jobs. And if you still aren't sure what jobs you want, you know, you can take assessments and they'll pick jobs for you. I'm sure you did it in grade school or high school or even college. But the one that I really like is the Career Explorer test. I feel like every time I take it, it always tells me that I should be a consultant or a teacher or, you know, some of the things that I'm actually doing or have done. Um, And you can even look up jobs based on keywords like on monster.com or Indeed, et cetera. And also look on what people are doing on LinkedIn. If you have friends who are similar to you, ask what they do and if they like it. This is the time to narrow down all your options. Now, if you're anything like me, after doing the above steps, you could have a list of close to 100 jobs that you can do, but it's time to get real with yourself. I know for myself, I put together this huge list of all the jobs I could potentially do, but it's not about finding jobs that you could potentially do. It's about finding jobs that you could potentially love. I know we all like making the best decisions, but you need to narrow down your choices so you can actually do research. Do you want to do research on 100 jobs or do you want to do research on 10 jobs? Now, I recommend picking 10 jobs, doing the research on that. If you really don't like any of those jobs that you picked, then you go down to the other jobs that you had on your list. But just start with a nice 10 because that's what's going to get you to the next step when you're doing your research. And listen, if you're stuck between 20 jobs, then research those 20 jobs. All I know is when I started this, I put down every potential option I could do and it was not a good use of my time. So narrow down what it is that you'd love to do. Now for this next step, 
I want you to make time to actually do your research. When you're stuck in a job you don't want to be in anymore, it can be hard to find the time and mental capacity to figure out what you want to do instead. But you've already taken a lot of steps, so keep that momentum going. That's why for this next step, I want you to make a plan of when you're going to make the time and how long you plan to spend each day or week finding a new job or researching a new job. I tell my clients the plan to spend at least 10 minutes a day on finding new jobs because some days you'll be counting down the minutes or hate doing it, and there's other days where you'll look up and think, where did the time go? And more importantly, you'll be creating a habit of spending a little bit of time each day on this for yourself, for creating jobs, for everything. So put it on your calendar, make it an appointment that you can't miss, make a plan. You know, how long do you want to spend time researching? Remember, the only person you're letting down is yourself if you don't do this. So now that you know when you're going to research and make time for your job search, it's time to get to it. One great tip that I will tell you about researching is I want you to find real people, not just articles or research online. I want you to talk to people who are in the world of what you want to do. Talk to them, reach out to them. If you don't know them, find them on LinkedIn. Ask them, how did they get there? What advice do they have to give to you? Now, one caveat I will say about this is be careful when you're reaching out to people and be smart about this. I used to get so many messages on LinkedIn and if you're in the big four world, maybe you do as well. And a lot of these people, maybe college students, people in industry, wanting to know about me and my career. But honestly, after talking to them, all they wanted me to do is just refer them to my big four job because we all know that getting an employee referral goes a lot longer than just applying blind in the system. So make it clear, and you could be upfront about this, that you don't want a referral and that you're pure researching about finding a new career and wanting to be happy and just looking for their advice. If the person likes you, they're gonna tell you about an opening and other opportunities available for you because they're gonna like you and wanna help you. The point of all of this is to identify potential careers, employers, and opportunities that are gonna deliver on your career goals and get you to that next job. So, you know, for the next thing is, I want you to be open and just take the first step. You know, you may find your dream job, you may not. And you may change your mind a couple of times and it is okay. This is your life. There is no right, wrong way to go about this. But the next step is to be open to exploring what you want. That's going to get you closer to fulfillment and finding a meaningful career. You know, know that your career is going to evolve and you just need to start taking steps. Stop being afraid that you're going to make the wrong moves as it actually might take you closer to the right one. So I know someone in the corporate world who hated it and she just needed an escape. So she decided to learn yoga. She ended up loving it so much. She got her teacher certification and really just loved it. And, you know, not even wanting to change careers, she just loved yoga so much that she became a yoga teacher and her classes became so popular that she started teaching other yoga teachers how they could have a successful yoga practice. And then she started teaching all business owners how to be successful and start their own business. It evolved from one step to another. Now, she could have said, I don't want to do this. This is not going to work, but it wouldn't have led her to her path. So what I say that your journey may change, but her desire to find something she loved never did. So get out there. Just keep trying things because you never know where it's going to lead you. 
Now, for the last step I have for you, and honestly, you can insert this step anywhere in the process that I talked about today, it's to ask for help. There is no reason that you need to figure it out all on your own. There are people who do this for a living, such as myself, and I love, love, love all of this stuff, everything career, especially helping people find careers that light their souls on fire because I felt stuck and alone in my career for the longest time. And I made a promise that I would never let anyone else feel the same way ever again. You know, going back to my why earlier in this conversation. So what took me years to find a new career? I helped my clients do it in weeks. And if you're serious about wanting advice from someone who does this for a living and can help you stay accountable so you can actually take the right steps timely, then ask for help. I wish that I existed or did what I did when I needed the help because maybe I wouldn't have taken me three, five years to actually get to where I am. I could have gotten there so much sooner. Who knows? Maybe I would have been in marketing now. I mean, I could be in politics. You never know where my life could have taken me. So just ask for help if you really want a new job and just feel stuck. That is all I have for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and are one step closer to having a career on your terms. Stay inspired and live powerfully. Thanks for tuning in to the Recovering Corpaholics podcast. For show notes, to stay connected, and learn more about our show, find us online at recoveringcorpaholics.com. And if you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, show your support by subscribing and reviewing this show. See you next week, everyone.